0: And welcome back to <laughs> La Lucha Israel Podcast. I'm your host, Angel. And I am Edith. And yes, we're wearing the same outfits. Don't fucking say shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're actually recording back to back with our last episode. You want to tell them why, Edith? It's because I probably am like, am I going to be on vacation by this no. time? No, I'm not yet, right? No. But I'm going actually to vacation. You guys will know if you follow me on Instagram where I end up going. But yes. Actually, I think you'll have just gotten back the day before. Yes. Yeah. You'll get back on Sunday. Oh, shit. Yeah. hmm I just came back. But yeah. Si me siguen en Instagram, van a saber donde fui. You're not going <laughs> to tell anybody yet? No, not yet. Okay. I probably won't even post it until, like, I literally come back from... Well, actually, by the time this comes out, like, if they follow you, they'll already know. Yeah. You guys will know where I was. So where... So then I could say it, right? Huh? Then I could say it then, right? Yeah, you can say it. Oh, it- yeah. I'll be back from Hawaii, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took my, um, I do this thing now where for my birthday I give myself like a solo trip. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I do it a little bit too often, but, um, uh, this year I actually am going to Hawaii. So I'm super excited because I've never been, so. I've never been to Hawaii either. You know what I said? Oh yeah. Nada. Bro, mm-hmm. I have planned like I. It's gonna be complete relaxation. So you're not gonna do any of the tours like you normally, because you normally do tours. Yeah, and stuff. I normally am very like up and. No, esta. I booked the fucking good ass resort. It's beachfront, like Tingo uh-huh. Beach, right there. Yeah. I'm just gonna be a bum. That actually sounds mm-hmm. very nice. Just fucking relax and, I don't know, just be one with yeah. nature and. Yeah. Be one with nature. Yes. <laughs> So. She's gonna be a seashell, starfish, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, if next episode maybe I'm a little tan, O oh, soy roja como el pinche lobster, because I don't get tan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking red. That's funny. I don't. I don't actually get red. I tan. Like, well, it must be nice, Angel. I actually like get dark. Like, if I'm wearing this yeah. and I'm in sunlight, I'll get a farmer's tan right. by the end of the day. Must I be nice. Hate it. Must be nice. I get burned. I, hate I it. get burned. I get red and I start peeling. It's gross. Damn, yeah, that sucks. No, I legit. I get like farmers' tan. <laughs> that's why, I like, sometimes I be going to the beach and I'm one of those people that has to like taparme with the toya because then I get like not that like <laughs> <I don't, laughs> It's it's not that like I I don't want to be dark or anything. And no se trata de eso, se trata de because I don't want to be uneven.
1: So, uh, like, I don't want to get, like, the
0: tan lines and stuff. Or, like, let's say I'm wearing a crew neck. Yeah, mira la like, a harsh... And then you wear, like, a... <laughs> and then neck- you wear a tank top or something, and it's like... Oh, <laughs> a girl. Yeah, like, girl, your neck and your... It ain't matching. So that is why I'm the person with a towel wrapped around or under an umbrella or something. And it's so funny because my sister's the tall opposite. Because, you know, my sister's a little more light-skinned. She's yeah. lighter than I am. She doesn't tan. She turns red. And it's so funny because, yep, well, you know what? Like, her upper body, no issues with tanning. It's her legs. Her legs do not tan. What? So we went to the beach one time. I'm like the and opposite. Yeah? Her yeah, beach. Her legs beach. get tan a little bit oh yeah yeah hers don't so we went to the beach one time and she even bought like this tanning oil yeah so she put this tanning oil on her legs and she covered her upper body because she yeah. was like i don't want my upper body to get darker because her upper body does tan and her legs are so fucking white <laughs> And she's, like, tanning them, right? So then we get, like, we leave or whatever, right? And tell me why homegirl's legs did not tan. Oh, hell no. But her feet did. <laughs> so her feet were darker than her le- <laughs> So her legs did not tan, but her feet did. Her oh feet gosh. were, like, darker than her <laughs> legs. And I'm like, ew. I felt so bad for her and I'm like that's it's like so- the opposite of the sock effect you know how like when you wear socks and if you wear shorts the yeah. fucking done and your feet are white as fuck yeah that's totally the <laughs> that opposite is. of the sock effect <laughs> like she was wearing leggings and just her feet out <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so oh my god yeah but I was like that is, I was laughing because her feet were darker and then her legs were still white I <laughs> think they got a little red because they got burned but, yeah. no. but no 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 not at the tan damn no. That must fucking suck Yeah Me That's okay. exactly what happens to me But like more, For me it's like My upper body Your upper body Doesn't mm. tan It's No Your lower body Yeah I wonder why that is A li- it, But then Yo estoy bien dispareja bro Dios, Tengo muchos colores Yo like Yeah me too No soy pareja Like I've never been Like, one complete color. I could be one color here, one color here, one color here, like... Me too. And then, it it depends, too, with the seasons. Like, sometimes, especially during summertime, I feel like I get a little darker than, like, wintertime. Yeah. I feel like I look a little lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Not, y eso que no estoy en el sol. like I yeah I don't honestly the summers here in Vegas are fucking brutal oh and, and nobody like, no yes yeah, like going out tanning and <laughs> in Vegas and you you literally go out and you like turn fucking like <laughs> you start getting little flames and shit because it's I so can't. fucking hot I can't I can't and yes so that like, you know me I get hot really yeah. fucking easy i get hot so easy and oh my god getting in your car with fucking leather seats i my i have leather seats Ugh, man me too bro. nope Te quema el yeah like uh-uh. no and god forbid one of the fucking seatbelt clips touch your arm oh my god oh! no and it, it's burned me before bro mm-hmm. like it leaves a mark no 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 no, no. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah that. that's why. i know like not, i be in my business. 68 degree home i know must be nice I'd be cranking that shit hella low. I'd be like, uh-uh, it's too hot for all this shit. Fucking <laughs> And my mom be like, ¿Por qué lo tienes tan bajito? And she's trying to t- touch my thermostat. I'm like, no, uh, no, 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 no. No es, this no es my su casa. <laughs> and yes. she wants to touch my thermostat. Uh, that was my parents in my house, bro. I kept it because I'm, I'm not a 68 girly. You know, I'm more of a 71 girly. Okay. Like a 72, that's like my good. Okay. Whatever. Um, and I would keep it like that all year whatever and my parents would be like why is the ac on in fucking like march you no 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 and i'm like no no don't touch it you you, you, were, you not to touch but oh i sold my house guys and i moved back with my parents you know to kind of live my life and now now my dad's laughing because it's like ha ha don't touch my thermostat <laughs> i'm like Fuck. What, what is it my parents and the fucking thermostat my dad's like no it's summer why are we turning on the AC? Todavía está bien. And that man is literally sweating. And he's like, está bien, está bien. No te preocupes. No, estamos no, no. no. And bro, it's 90 in the house. And we are just all like fucking... And this man is like, no, 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 no. Not summer. Oh, hell no. So we do this thing now where we turn off the air th- during the day when nobody's home. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I came home today and it was 77 in my house. I'm like, uh-uh-uh, fuck no. Fuck no. I fucking turned on the AC right away. I'm like, uh-uh. I was like, ick. It gave me the ick. Yeah. Walking into my home and it was warm. I'm like, fuck no. I get hot. No me and Val get hot really easy. And I don't know if it's just being a bigger person thing. Yeah. Um, but... Mm-mm. I get hot really easy, and I'm just like, mm-mm. I can tolerate to a certain point, bro, but my dad pasa a veces bro, uh-uh. like, no siento la ca- el calor, no sé de qué están hablando, bro, he over here burning and fucking melting <laughs> and shit like that. No siento la calor señor I just want to know where the fuck it comes from because or am like even when my mom she'll come over and she'll be like girl it's freezing cold in your house I'm like it's freezing cold. she literally <laughs> se tiene que poner un saco when she comes to my house and I'm like it is not it's that the middle cool. of the summer but she still brings her sweater because she knows it's gonna be yeah, cold yeah and then house. I go to her house I'll be like Girl, you go to my mom's house, and even if she's just cooking, something about like her her AC not being cranked low enough, and like her cooking makes her house even warmer, and I'll just be like, I got to go. I was like, <laughs> le puedo cambiar el thermostat, but I'm leaving. I was like, this is a little ghetto. I got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I was like, and then my sister gets mad because my sister's like, mom, you don't even pay the light bill. I do. <laughs> she like, I'm saving you money. <laughs> and, my, and it's funny because my mom legit will be like, no, 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 va estar muy caro. And my sister's like, Mom, I'm on the equal payment plan. <laughs> Ma'am, you can turn it up. <laughs> no. And my mom literally puts a, a sticky note on there that says, Do not touch. And, or, no, you know what? She put, No touch. T O S H. not touch and i'm like you're so cute mom with her <laughs> little sticky note and one time we took it like to mess with her she would be like <laughs> yeah she got hella mad oh my god and no she, or she'll be like fucking thr- like who touched my shit i'm like nobody <laughs> no no we have like family discussions about turning on the ac I'm like, sir, these are the pros and cons about turning on the AC right now. <laughs> like, come on, and we have to give a whole hell, like a whole presentation to my dad. You're about to go to get to a fucking him. swamp cooler. Yes. You guys gonna get a swamp cooler? Yeah. He's like, no, you guys got fans, bro. Fans been out and they ain't doing shit. Dude, and you know it's like them. on your on your two story home, like heat rises. Yes, so. and that's the worst because all of our rooms are upstairs, so we can be cool. Like it's cool not having the AC downstairs because you could open the doors and it ventilates pretty like good. Get me, but upstairs, bro, aunque abras <laughs> las ventanas, like It's like you're literally just fucking cooking in there. Like, how do you sleep? Well, now my dad turned on the AC. Oh, okay. We, like, we like, tied him up to a chair, and we said, no. We're turning on the AC. <laughs> Cause, I'm just kidding. If, but, no, we come him. If them. my body's too hot, I can't oh, sleep. Oh, no, we couldn't. None of us could sleep at that point. And we're like, no. And we took a a vote? You majority won. Even though he yeah, didn't like, want to. Yeah, like, it's a democracy around here. <laughs> yeah, he was like, and then he's like, ah, yo no se pa que prenden. And then he's over here enjoying the fucking air. I'm like, no que no. No <laughs> que no. No que no. <laughs> He's okay. like, si prenden el de arriba, no, because we have two ACs, like two units. Mm-hmm. He's like, si prenden el de arriba, pues va prenden el i I'm like, sir. <laughs> because we agreed to just turn on the top one, but he's like, might as well just turn the bottom one on. You know? And I'm what? like, okay. ¿Quién lo entiende? ¿Quién lo entiende? Dime. That's hello funny. <laughs> I was legit going to ask him, like, damn. I was like, I don't know what it's like to grow up with the dad. <laughs> I was gonna ask him, like, I don't know what that's like, but okay. Damn. I'm not me, fucking crying. <laughs> Damn. No, um, me already you wanna, crying. You wanna talk a little um, bit about that? No, it's okay. Okay. No, because sometimes, like, okay, I hear people talk about, like, oh my god, my dad, this, oh my god, this, or like, my dad, whatever, right? And I'll just be like, no, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> like, I, I didn't, like, there's certain things about my life where I feel like would have been different having, like, my dad, like, actually in the home. Yeah. And <clears throat> I, <clears throat> so sometimes I can't relate to people when they talk about, like, yeah. oh, my God, like, I just got into a fight with my dad over something. Or, like, um, like, oh, my dad said this or that or whatever. And it's just, like, I don't know my dad has always been the more stricter of the parents like my mom has always been the one that has to like you know like she's always been there my dad always has been the breadwinner so but he's always been the more strict one but Mm -hmm. my mom's the one that follows through with his like whatever punishment i get type shit damn that sounds medieval over here (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> like like for example if my dad's like, "You know what? This is it's es just tu castigo. You don't fucking get your phone for a whole month." My mom's the one like, "Give me your phone." Yeah, that you ain't getting that. She's the one that follows through with it, you know. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, my my dad was really strict, very very strict and but I, I I don't know, like I think for me like if talking about like, you know, being with my I can't imagine my life without my dad, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like my my everything. Did he, ch- did he teach you how to change a tire? Yeah. Did I remember? Fuck no. Because <laughs> you didn't tell oh, your dad. <laughs> he also cha- ta- taught me how to change the oil in my car. Did I remember? Fuck no. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Right, Until really- this day, my dad still changes the oils. Well, now I have a new car, so I just fucking take it to mm-hmm. the dealership. Um, but he still... I have another car, too, so he still does maintenance for that one. He still changes my tires. He does everything for me. So whenever it's like, oh, shit, like, I need... Sorry, I saw my mic moving. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> You're not falling today. <laughs> You're not hitting me today. But yeah, like, my dad has always been the one that that I call up for everything. When it has to do something, like, physical, like... Yeah, that's something where I need strength. Like, <laughs> bro, like... <laughs> uh a cockroach. Yeah, or a cockroach. Oh, he hates when I fucking do it. He's like, what is that tiny shit gonna do to you? I don't know, but he still kills it. <laughs> the fuck? Or my mom. My mom would <coughs> do that too. <laughs> I know. It sounds bad. But like. I'm just. <laughs> I'm like. No, 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 no. So there, My mom. My so dad. like. Okay. Growing up in a. Two parent household. What was it like. When you asked for permission. For. Any- <laughs> like, I just want to know the dynamic. Because like. Okay. For everybody- For anybody that had a two parent household. They fucking know the struggle of this. Okay. So. Because first- for me. Like. It was just like. Mom. Can I this? Can I. You know whatever. So yeah. it's like her word was like fucking god like that right. was her word was final word well i if anybody i'm pretty sure a lot of latino parents cuz i know all my cousins fucking relate to this too um i go ask my mom and she be like the no, pregúntale a tu papá and i'm like okay but i will come mi papá ahora puedo salir mm, preguntale a tu mamá <laughs> pero es que me dijo que le venga a preguntar a usted. no 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 pregúntale a tu mamá Okay, hi, boy. No, no, no. And then my, my mama would be like, Guillermo, do dile que si va a ir o no. No, no, tú dile. And I'm like, So, oh, like, nobody wants, no, nobody wants to be the bad guy? No, nobody wants to be the bad guy. And then until somebody has to fucking suck it up, and it's usually, it which is usually my dad that was like, Please no. You <laughs> would always do that. Like, try to, like, be like, mm, no. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> My God, or sometimes like depending, like let's say my mom, I didn't help my mom with chores that day, and it would be my mom. No, so it really depended on on which one wasn't feeling me. It's <laughs> not <laughs> um, so, which one wasn't feeling me. Yes. Did you, like, okay. Did you ever do the thing that they do on TV? Is like you go ask one parent because you know they're a little softer than the other yes. ones. <laughs> yes. It will. It usually, was my dad. Your dad was easier than your mom? Yeah, because my mom, keep in mind, she was always at home. So she knew the shit. Like, first of all, me and my mom, especially when I was a teenager, we just did not get along that great. We would (laughs) yell back at each other. Like, it was, like, siempre, what my mom calls, like, muliar, you know, like, talk back to her. I would always talk back to her. But my dad, Dios, Dios que no, que no quiera Dios, que I'll I'll talk back to my dad. My dad would be like, (laughs) <laughs> he wouldn't even give me a fucking chance but so that's why I was like so was like I wasn't like scared but I was more like I watched myself a lot more with my dad with my mom it was like we were constantly bigger so it was easier for her to say no you're not gonna go because of this this and this you get me and with my dad it was like salir, papi, por favor, por favor? and then he'd be like okay <laughs> they, don't, they Then my mom had to set the curfew. Like they would balance each other out, like uh-huh. that. Like okay, I'll let you go, but your mom has to set the curfew for you. See, and I'm curious about this. What is the dynamic when with parenting? Like, what if one parent says one thing, but then the other doesn't agree? Like, did you ever see that? Yeah. Like, were they like f- bicker in front of you? Both? Like I, I saw them like bicker a bit. Like. Like, when it came to, like, letting me out and giving me permission or times and stuff like that. Like, my dad, he'd be like, no, nah, you gotta be home by, like, 8. And it'd be 7. And I'm like, but we're gonna go watch a movie. No, nah, 8. And I was like, come on, give her some time. Maybe 9. And th- they had a different... But my mom was more lenient because I feel like she understood where I was. You get me? My dad's, like, more overprotective. Like, I don't want you fucking doing shit, you know? And so. shit you did and shit I did <laughs> oh my god and I thought, oh my god es que también ese dicho padres like strict parents create the best liars yeah, yeah the best liars and that's how it fucking was bro. that's how it was my sister watching this they're like I fucking told you mom I told you Edith was the biggest liar of all of us <laughs> they always turn that to my mom's face because they always do shit and my mom las regaña and they're like but Edith did this and my mom was like no 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 I didn't know so nada they're like and hey, your mom still trying to hide your back, yes. I'm like, Yeah, no, you said not, <laughs> oh, my but yeah, it was, it was interesting. you over here outing yourself, yeah. But how was it with your mom, like, in permission and asking for like permission to go out and shit like that? I feel like it was easy, I just go up to her. it depends on her mood, you gotta feel her mood, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like. You got to test them, like, look out, like, a little bit and and see how they And then you go sit in the bed and you do the little, like, oh, what you watching? Oh, no. Te quiero mucho. Like, or just hug them. No, I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't do that? No, me and my mom were not. If I would have hugged her and started telling her that I love her, she'd be like, what do you want? (laughs) Oh, okay. Because we weren't, growing up. I mean, my mom would do that, too, but I was. We were not affectionate like um, that. So, um, she, off the bat, she'd be like, what do you want? (laughs) I'll just be like, oh, like what are you watching? Oh, they're funny, and like I'll be like, oh, okay, awesome. there for like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. building the fucking courage. <laughs> yeah, that. building the courage to add. I'm like, oh, I I not Oh, okay, make a small conversation, and i would be like, so, mom, um, my friends told me that they're gonna go to the movies, and they they asked if I wanted to go too. <laughs> but I mean I didn't tell them yes or no cause <laughs> so like yeah. that, it just depends like you gotta feel their fucking yeah. vibe si están lavando los así no 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 yeah. I'm, not, I'm sorry I'm not going I'm not, I'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna risk the, it if she was already in a bad mood I'd be like you know what I'm gonna wait for another day yeah. if it's gonna be like a plan ya más adelante yeah. I would like wait for her to be in a good mood cause if she was in a bad mood I was like you know what today's not the day to ask <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, yes no. but but the thing about my mom was like it got to the point too where, um, I even was just like, Hey, mom, can I do this or whatever? Because it, I just feel like my mom trusted me, yeah, um. She trusted me to be responsible and like not make dumb decisions, which I am guilty of making dumb decisions. (laughs) But I feel like that's the part of growing up, right? You know the picture that I I think it's a picture that you posted and we were like holding bottles and we were like supposedly drunk or whatever. I say that in quotation. (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly drunk. and my off. sister my sister's like you were in high school when you took this picture huh and i'm like no i wasn't and she's over here telling my mom you see she was out here in parties getting drunk with angel and, and you didn't tell her anything i'm like mom i was in high school she's like and my and my little sister's like i know that jacket from when you were a uh, junior in high school damn <laughs> i'm like girl you damn. keep track of my wardrobe <laughs> yes i'm like fuck she's like and you think i'm doing that and i'm like okay <laughs> so they use an example, my They're always like, "You did this, though." Yeah, and I'm like, "Fuck." Uh, no, I think my mom trusted me, and like I, to a point, I was pretty like responsible. You to were. A certain I feel point. like you were. To a certain point, I was pretty responsible. You had fun though, and I had fun. <laughs> a lot but of fun. um, yeah, like she she was very lenient, and I think it came more from a place of like. She felt bad. I think a lot mm-hmm. of times growing up, she was more lenient with us because she felt bad for not being very present in our yeah. lives. So she was like, why am I going to hold them back from doing things if I can't even be, be there? there, you know? So yo creo que le daba mucha lastima. Like, like she would be like, okay, but just be safe. Like, who's yeah. going to be there? And, like, that's why growing up, like, I always told my mom where I was at. Like, if I, that except that one time where it was my birthday or whatever. But, like, for <laughs> yeah. the most part. For that
1: for I the black most out. part
0: yeah for the most part I told my mom who I was with and where I was and like I was pretty honest and I had like that open communication with her I'd be yeah. like oh yeah I'm gonna go out with so and so and we're gonna do this or whatever and she let me stay out late and stuff but she knew that like, I always came home and you know what I mean like I feel like I was pretty responsible, so she... I feel like you were. My parents were not like that. She was very lenient with us on a lot of things. Like, we we didn't have, like, a very strict mom. But I think, again, I I think it just comes back to, like, I think she just felt bad. Yeah. But, like, it was weird because... (coughs) So, when Val proposed to me, um, this is where things got a little weird, okay? Ooh. When Val proposed to me... He knew that it was important for me, for him to get my mom's blessing. Yeah. And, you know, normally they go to, like, the dad. Yeah. Or, like, both parents. And um, Val kind of already knew where I stood with my dad. And I love him. And I respect him because he's my dad. But, like, at the same time, I don't really... I didn't really feel it was necessary for Val to get his blessing. Because he didn't technically raise me. My yeah. mom did. So, if anybody deserved the respect... Of asking for their blessing. It was my mom. Because yeah. my mom put up with all my bullshit. My mom raised me. My mom did this and that for me. So Val asked for my mom's blessing when he proposed to me. And then... <coughs> excuse me. Um, when, like, you know, the preparations leading up to the wedding and everything, I had already told... I had already asked my mom to walk me down the aisle. I didn't ask my dad. I walked... I asked my mom. How did he take that? And... Um, so honestly, I, as soon as Val proposed to me, I called my mom, I called, my mom and my sister were the first people I FaceTimed, I faced that. I FaceTimed them to let them know that, like, we're engaged now, yeah. whatever, right, and I don't think I told my dad to, like, maybe a few days later, and my dad, I feel like, got very emotional, like, I think we went, we went out for breakfast, and I told him that Val proposed to me and stuff, and I think he got kind of emotional about it, and I think there was a moment, there was a moment that he had of, like, Shit, I'm missing, like, huge... I'm missing out on huge parts of my daughter's life. And it was, like, a very... I remember that conversation was kind of emotional because, like, he straight up asked me, like, shouldn't Val have asked me for my blessing? And, like, for him to straight out ask me that... Damn, like straight out asked? He straight out asked me, like, shouldn't have Val asked for my blessing? And he straight out asked me, and it kind of put me on the spot. It kind of put me on the spot, and I... I like deadass had to look at look at him in the eye and just be like I mean he could have I was like was like podía pero I was like honestly I was like he asked my mom and I just I didn't even know how to I didn't know how to put years of built-up like feelings and emotions of like how I how he made me feel and what he kind of put me through growing up yeah like I didn't know how to verbalize like everything that I wanted to tell him so I kind of was just like I didn't even know I, honestly I don't even really know what I said I just remember I was it's like just, you kind of it's kind of i kind of blanked out because I was not expecting him to straight up ask me like shouldn't have val asked for my blessing too and I just kind of was like well he asked my mom and that's all i said i was just like oh well he asked my mom and then he kind of got into this like he does this thing sometimes where he kind of gets into like lecture mode and he's like oh well, i'm your dad like the traditional and proper thing would have been to ask me and he started and i feel like there my dad in a way kind of sometimes he'd do this manipulative thing where he tries to make me feel bad yeah it's like a defense type it's, thing it's a defense mechanism yeah. i think and i but i think there was like a realization there of like shit because you like he realized that he's missing out on, like, you know, like, big parts of my life. And, like, yeah, like, whenever we, like, hung out and stuff, we did, like, we would have surface-level conversations, which I, you know how much I don't like surface-level. I don't like surface-level conversations. And sometimes those conversations were, like, so painful, like, physically painful for me because I didn't know what to say. So, like, me and my dad would sometimes just, like, kind of talk about the weather. (laughs) We would talk about the weather. We would Mexican dance in the weather. Like it was weird. I don't know, but that moment was just kind of like eye opening of like fuck. Like I think that's when shit kind of started. I think that's when he started reflecting. Yeah, he's like shit. I haven't been in her life. He's. I think I should be. Yeah, and I think that's when he really started reflecting. Like fuck. Like I'm missing out on parts of her life and. I remember, um, yeah, pasó eso, right? And then it came to the point when he came over one day and I was at my mom's house. Yeah. While I was still living there. And he came over and like him and my mom are so cool or whatever. But like we started having this conversation. I don't know what we were talking about. And then my dad, like, straight up looks at me and he goes, He's like, Oh, and so who's going to walk you down the aisle? And, like, just imagine you and your mom just kind of, like... My mom was doing dishes, and she was just kind of, like... <laughs> oh, like, geez. she was kind of doing, like, kind of, like, a side-eye, like, yeah. shit, what's... A, like, what is <laughs> about to fucking happen right now? <laughs> like, what is she gonna say? And I think at this point, I've kind of, like... I think at that point, I was already going through, like, a healing journey. I was already going through a healing journey, and I think I... I think at that moment, I knew, like, the, the conversation that I... Like... I feel like there was always an elephant in the room with my dad and I, yeah. and it was always our relationship, right? Cause we weren't close. And I, I feel like at that very moment, I knew that we like, we couldn't avoid the elephant in the room anymore. So and it makes me very emotional because I had like a very kind of, um, it, it was just a weird relationship that I had with my dad. And I feel like, so when he straight up asked me, he's like, so who's going to walk you down the aisle? I straight up looked at him and I was like, confidently, I was like, as much confident as I could feel. I was just like, I was like, my mom is. And then he like, he kind of just looked down and I could just see the hurt on his face. Like the hurt on his face of like, I chose my mom to walk me down the aisle instead of my dad. And then, Jesus, I'm about to start crying right now. So he looked down and then he goes, and then again he does the whole like manipulative thing and yeah. he goes, "You don't think it hurts me?" He's like, "You don't think it hurts me that you, you that your mom's going to be walking walking you down the aisle instead of your dad? Like like traditionally like it's the dad that's supposed to walk down their their daughter down the aisle and like give away their daughter to like their husband to the to you know whatever to the groom and this and that and he's like it hurts me that like you didn't even think about me or think about asking me and like this and this and that he's like and you're asking your mom and he started kind of doing this thing and it got to the point where like I'm over here like in tears at this point I started like kind of like my eyes started getting very watery because like I just started feeling, like, all my childhood, like, feelings, like, coming up. Like, everything just started coming up. And I was, like, whoo. I was, like... And everything you had just fucking... Yeah, and I just was, like, um... And I told him, and I'm, like, you know what? Like, I was, like, I get where you're coming from. Um... I was like, I totally understand why you're hurt. I was like, but you don't think it hurt me growing up without you, like, look, look, seeking me out? I was like, all the times that I waited for you and you never showed up. Like, all the times that I waited for you and you never showed up when you told me you were going to. I was like, you are not going to give me away because you did not raise me. My mom did. Um. So I told him, I'm like... You didn't raise me, so you have no right to give me away. I was like, and I'm not going to disrespect my mother by allowing you to give me away when she put up with all my bullshit. She raised me. She held me when I cried. She held me when I cried when you never showed up for me. There was all the times when I needed you. I needed a father in my life, and you weren't there. I was like... My mom had to be mom and dad. I was like, there was times when I needed a dad and you weren't there. You didn't show up. You didn't show up for me. And uh, sorry, guys. Um, I was like, you didn't show up for me. I was like, and I'm not going to disrespect my mother by taking that away from her. I was like, because if anyone deserves to give me away, it's her. I was like, that woman went through hell for everything that she did for me. I was like, and I'm not taking that away from her. And at this point, I'm bawling my eyes out. And my dad just started crying. And then he... He just broke down crying. And then he hugged me. And I think that's when it hit him. That's when it hit him. That he was like, something has to change. He's like, something has to change. And um, he hugged me that day. And then not, nothing else was said after that. He walked... He was just like, didn't even know what to say, ended up walking him out, and he just looked at me, and he was like, he's like, everything aside, he's like, never forget that I still love you, and you're still my daughter. He's like, I love you, and then he walked away, and then... I think he went through a lot of healing. He had to go through a lot of healing. I don't know what he, what he did. That probably just kind of, like, triggered him to kind of yeah, do the work. Yeah, he still didn't show up to my wedding. He, he didn't show up to my wedding. It kind of hurt a little bit, but I think he realized a lot of things, and he took some time to reflect. You also got to think it was during COVID and... Um, My dad is high risk. He has diabetes. He's high risk. So it was during COVID and he didn't really want to get sick or nothing. But he decided to not go to the wedding. He could have if he wanted to, but he decided not to. And I think he had a lot of time to self-reflect. And after that is when I want to say that like it was that pivotal moment that our relationship changed because then he started calling me more. He started coming to see me more. And instead of me having to seek him out, he came to me. Yeah, He came to me and he literally was like, how are you doing? How are things? And he started calling me more now. And it almost like, and then we would go to breakfast. Um, we've been going to breakfast. And then instead of having like surface level conversations, he started asking me like, so how's married life? And he started asking me like deeper conversations and then mm. and then I found out he has a dog and a fucking cat. <laughs> Tell me I You didn't know there was a dog and a cat. I didn't know my dad had a I didn't know my dad had a dog and a cat and he really likes his cat. So there was like it was there was definitely that moment was just a pivotal moment of like It defined our relationship now. Like, that conversation had... Like, we had to have that conversation and we finally addressed the elephant in the room. And I think that's... I think it was that moment that he realized he broke my heart as a kid. So... um, I think that's when he realized, like, shit. Like, things have to change. And then he... I feel like he started trying a little more he started putting in more effort and he started showing me pictures of his home and like telling me like oh this is my cat and this is my dog and I had no fucking idea that he had a dog and a cat and um he started oh shit the camera just turned off oh I guess it's gonna be (laughs) the rest audio yeah and we didn't even take a break it's already 34 minutes Mm. um Anyway, should we just take a break? Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. too. We're, We're going to go on a brief break, guys. All right. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, It was a very brief break, and uh, we cleared up our tears, and no more. And we laughed a little and bit. And we laughed a little bit. Woo, that, that got real deep. I I know. think we kind of knew this one was going to be a deeper one. I know. I know. Yeah, but get oh, before the camera we're talking came. about your dad and mm-hmm. I think you were, had just finished the story of um telling him why he wasn't walking you down the aisle And know it yeah. was your mom and you were t- you mentioned something that really like you said, said that he broke your heart like he when you were smaller mm-hmm. you know but would you consider that your first heartbreak a hundred percent um my dad, My dad was my first heartbreak. And I remember the day to a T. It's so crazy to say, but I do remember... I remember the day... Actually, he broke my heart multiple times. Um, He broke my heart multiple times. uh, Mm -hmm. But I remember the first time that I really, really felt it. Um, So here's the thing. I feel like I had a... It sounds weird to say, but I feel like I had a a mature mindset as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like... I feel like I had a mature mindset as a kid in the sense of, like, when my... Pa- I still remember the day my parents separated, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the day, like, it was fucking yesterday. Like, I still remember what I ate. Like, that's how much I remember it. Damn. Um, it was a really terrible fucking snack, by the way. It was like... It was like... <laughs> was it? it was like, like a sandwich bread with ketchup. <laughs> like, who the fuck told me <laughs> to eat ketchup and bread? <laughs> But I legit like to put ketchup on sandwich bread and spread it it out and eat it. it. (laughs) Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, I still remember the day I was in kindergarten and um, I just remember I was kind of confused because I was confused that day because I just remember like one day like my mom was home and my dad was working, which was weird because they kind of had the same schedule. Yeah. But my mom was home. And we stayed home that day. And then out of nowhere, I just remember, like, looking outside and seeing a whole bunch of trucks coming our way and my family. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because, mind you, uh, this was during a time where we lived in Pahrump. I forgot you lived out there. Yeah, we lived in Pahrump. And all of this family lived out here in Vegas. So... Um, one day I, like, remember looking out the door and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was so confused because th- my family was rolling deep in their fucking trucks. I even need. And the neighbors, too, from the old house that my mom had. hmm And, and then they just started packing all their shit. They started packing all their shit and everything. And I was so confused because I'm like, que paso? Like, and then my mom had to sit me down and told me that she was leaving my dad. And, um... She basically explained to me that they weren't compatible. I think she... And this is one thing that I respect about my mom so much is that, yes, I was a child, but she also talked to me like I was an adult. In a sense Mm -hmm. of, like, she didn't have to sugarcoat things or, like, try to, like, blind me from things. Like, she told me how it was Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And, like, that was one thing that, like, I really appreciated that. (laughs) And she straight up told me that, like, she was leaving my dad, you know, she was, um, they weren't compatible and, like, she thinks that they would be better off, like, not being together and they would be happier that way. And I understood it. Like, my mind, like, you see movies or you hear about people who, Like, kids, when their parents break up, they have, like, this heartbreak, too. Like, not only are the parents breaking up, but, like, they almost have, like, a heartbreak of their parents separating, right? And I feel like I was very mature about it, and I understood it. Like, I was just like, okay, like, if you guys aren't happy together, then cool. Like, I never thought, I never blamed myself. I never thought that it was going to affect me. Like, I just thought that, like, I would see my dad, and I would see my mom, and cool, you know? so I remember that day I wasn't even heartbroken if anything I was fucking playing I was playing outside I remember how we had a goat and I was playing with Ch- her name was Chayla and I was playing with um, Chayla outside and just chasing this fucking goat was chasing me <laughs> and she would do her little thing yeah. and she would fucking chase me too. she was very fucking playful and. oh yeah yeah jokes. she was a little crazy um, but I remember they started packing everything and I think I was confused too, because I was like, I ne- I never saw my parents fight and never saw my parents fight. And I thought we were all one big happy family. And my mom, when she sat me down, she told me that they did fight, but it was behind closed doors and my mom never won. Want- my mom never wanted us to hear them fight. So whenever they did fight, it was like they never like fought in front of us. And that was one thing, too, that I respect about them is uh, about my mom is that they kept that private and they didn't like put their like, well, they only had me. My mm-hmm. sister is not my dad's, but um, they never like allowed us to see them fight and like yeah. put us through that. You know, I love that. And I s- love that. So, to me, I was, like, confused, too, because I was like, wait, I thought we were, like, a happy family. Because you see in movies when parents are fighting and, you know, like, and then they're going to get a divorce and, like, you get it. But, like, to me, it was kind of like, what? You guys never fought. You guys never fought. But my mom was like, well, we did fight, but we just never did it in front of you. And I was like, okay. So, I guess I was very understanding about everything. And so, my mentality was, okay, like... I'm still going to spend time with my dad. I'm going to be... I was living full-time with my mom, and then my dad would go see me every Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of, like, the deal that was set up. And so then, over time, like, I remember Sunday rolled around, and I was like, oh, I get to see dad. So I would get to spend time with dad, and we would go on these little dates, and he would take me out to eat, and then he would always buy me a little toy. And then... um he would take me home and then sometimes there was days where I would have like sleepovers in mm-hmm. Perump, and I would go over there and spend like a weekend with him and come home and and I was fine with the arrangement. Like honestly, I was completely fine with it. It just like got to the point where slowly over time I started noticing that he started calling less. He started showing up less and like every week turned into like he would only come and see me every two weeks and it wasn't like day and night, right? Like this kind of was like a like a slow progression like it went from he would come every week and then slowly over time it was like every two weeks and then every two weeks turned into every three weeks and then every three weeks turned into like once a month and then and then there would be like months would go by and I wouldn't hear from him right and then so he would go and see me and sometimes he would just not even go to see me he would just call and just be like hey how are you whatever and like that was it like he wouldn't even go see me and so like I still remember the day when like I feel like it really because I I I cherished 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 Cherished. um cherished 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 I am a mother. Every moment that I got to spend with him. And that's why, like, I remember growing up, sometimes my mom would, like, get kind of a little frustrated with me. And she'd be like, ay, porque nunca le preguntas a tu padre. Like, why don't you ever ask your dad for anything? She's like, you always ask me. And I think those were during the moments where she would get, like, really frustrated. And I get it. I, to- like, looking back at it, I, like, totally get it why she would feel that way and like now as a person who has kind of you know gone through some healing I realized that like I never wanted to ask my dad for anything because I didn't want to create any like turbulence between us I didn't want to I didn't want to put I didn't want to like create any like friction within our relationship like as rocky as our relationship was already i never wanted to ask him for something and then because the times that i did ask him sometimes me dava, like some sob story of like i'm i'm very poor and then your mom asks me to send her money so like i have to send her money so i don't really have a lot of money left though and he would like make me feel bad he would make me feel bad so like i already didn't want to create any more like friction with us Mm -hmm. so I never asked I I tried not to ask him for things and I would just ask my mom because I felt more comfortable and like um so there was this there was times where he would call me he'd be like hey I'm getting off of work I'm gonna go see you I remember this day specifically because I feel like this was the day that like he really broke my heart for like the first time. And he, I had, I had called him because I was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. I haven't talked to you in a while. And I was like, oh, I really miss you. So, um, he was like, oh, like, I'll go see you. So he had told me that he was going to come see me and he got off of work at five. He, that normally meant that he would be at my house by 530. If he got off at five, he would be there by 530. So I remember that day and, um, he was like, okay, I'm going to go see you after work. So i was so excited to see him that day because we were gonna go out to eat and i got ready and i remember i waited for him and i remember this this house that we were living at at the time like you know those garages that have kind of like a little the little windows on the top yeah so this this house had that kind of garage where it has little windows on the top and i had this like it was like a playhouse that I had in the garage and I remember that day I was waiting for him because I was so excited I climbed up this house and, and you sit on the top of the chimney you could see outside you could see outside the little window from the garage and so I remember just sitting there and just waiting for him and then I remember I had a cell phone during this time because I was in fourth I had my first cell phone at fourth grade and um, uh, what's it called because this was during the time that my mom was working two jobs so she like wanted to keep tabs on us so I had my cell phone and I like kept looking at the time on my phone and like it was like 5.30 came around and he still wasn't there so I'm just like waiting on the little house looking out the window and then I start noticing like the sun is going down and it's like I'm checking like cada ratito like checking the time and he never showed up and it was like already like 10 o'clock at night and he just never showed up that day I think that's when I realized, like, shit, like, like, things are just not the same with my dad anymore. Because before, he said he would show up, and he did. And, like, that was the first time that he just, like, stood me up. And just, like... Broke my heart because, like, I never questioned my parents breaking up. Like, I never was a bad kid. Like, I was good at school. I got good grades. And so, like, a part of me was like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong for him to just stand me up? And I remember that day, I just... My mom was still working because she was working all the time. And I just remember going to my room and just... (sighs) Crying myself to sleep that night because... (laughs) It just really hurt you know like the one person who is like I don't know I guess biologically like already supposed to love you because they're your parent and like I just felt so unloved as a kid like, I felt so loved by him at that very moment because I started blaming myself. Like, what did I do? What can I do for him to, like, want to come see me? Like, I never questioned it. I never questioned my parents' decision to break up. So I never thought it was me. I thought nothing was going to change. And then slowly over time, he just stopped seeing me. And then that that day is when I feel like, my heart really broke and it was because of him yes I know my mom always told me don't trust anybody don't trust anybody like so I kind of grew up not trusting people but it was after that that I was like if I can't even trust my own father how can I trust anybody to be there for me so oh my god you guys I'm so sorry I'm just like crying but I feel like because of him not showing up, I kind of, like, I feel like I got very angry after that. I got very angry and I felt like I just couldn't believe people when they said they were going to do something. Like, I always was just like, huh, we'll see if you follow through. So I just, I feel like my heart kind of grew cold, like, towards people and I just didn't trust people. And how old are you? I was 10. I was 10 years old. Actually, no. Yeah, I was 10. I was 9 or 10 because I remember I was in fourth grade. And um, I think after that, that's when I was like, you can't trust people. And I kind of like, that's where that kind of like, I, it just took forever. And I think I never really counted on people, and that's why I had that mentality of, like, I have to do everything for myself. And I, I was just, like, I get why my mom is the way she is because she couldn't really rely on my father either. So it was, like, see, so that's, like, if something needs to get done, then yeah. you can only count on yourself. Like, you, like if, something if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. And so that's why I got on that mentality of, like... If you wanna do something, you do it. Don't rely on nobody. And I remember my mom constantly drilling that into my head of like, you don't need a man. Like you only got yourself. Like if you want something done, you gotta do it. Or te la averiguas. that like, you fucking figure it out. Like don't be dependent on somebody. And so I always had a mentality. And so like I feel like that's probably why I just operated on masculine energy my entire like my entire childhood until even like now like it's just like Even being with Val now, like, I feel like it took, it's taken, it's taken, like, you can't undo all these years overnight. So, it's been a fucking journey, like, just me and Val. Oh, my God, is the mic falling again? Yeah. It's been a journey of, like, healing that part of myself and, like knowing that like you know you can trust people like not just because of what one person did not everybody is gonna be like that you know but it just like I feel like it just the trajectory of my life could have been different you know like knowing I don't know it was just it really broke my heart and I just felt like after that like I really couldn't trust anybody and if your own father won't show up what makes you think anybody else is going to and that's I feel like that's why I have the relationship with my mom that I do because she's always shown up. She's always pulled through. She's always been there. She's always been there and, like, bad or good. Puta madre, se apago otra vez la camera. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, we have a few more minutes, too. Okay. But, yeah, that, that was that. And then... I think after that took a while for me to like heal from that. Like even it's just like I know even till this day, like it, it still, still hurts. Yeah. But even though I've already forgiven my dad and we have a better relationship now, like that's still there. Like my inner child is still very heartbroken yeah. over um, just feeling lonely when I was younger. I felt very alone when I was younger and I think another time where like I felt like he kind of broke my heart was um I think by this time around I was already in middle school or in middle yeah I was in middle school like about to be freshman year I think of high school when um I think I was trying to improve my relationship with him and so I had told him that i wanted to be a business owner this was the first time because we were driving by in a bad i still remember we were driving by that abandoned building which is not no longer abandoned building right there on eastern and like you know which yeah, one i'm talking about <laughs> the <laughs> one that took forever to- <laughs> <laughs> took forever to be some for it to be something yeah and i think now it's like an attorney's office Yeah, didn't they destroy it and yeah they re- and then it still took forever I remember just looking at it, and I told my dad, I'm like, one day I'm going to be a business owner. And my dad looked at me, and he just laughed in my face. And it just, like, broke my heart. No. Um, You never told me this one. You never told me this one. (laughs) Um, it just, it hurts me to know that a person that I, I value you so much and I love you so much that you went through all this, all that, like you didn't, you genuinely don't fucking deserve, you know, and to know that you as a little kid went through that, like fuck man. Yeah. Um, we were driving by that building and I remember looking out the window in his little truck and I was like, one day I was like, I'm going to be business owner because i i knew that i wanted to be a business owner desde que estaba chiquita because i always looked at every profession and i never wanted to be the person working i wanted to be the owner i wanted to be the one on top and i told him i'm like one day i'm gonna be a business owner and i'm gonna be successful and wealthy and he looked at me and he started laughing and he started laughing and then he goes you really think you can do that and I just looked at him because I was so confused. I was like, what? Like, it's just like whenever I told my mom all my plans, I would tell her, like, mom, I'm gonna do this, and she'd be like, si puedes, hija. like you do it. My mom was always so encouraging. Hasta la fecha, you know how encouraging <laughs> you know how encouraging she is. <laughs> so supportive. <Yes. laughs> no, sabiendo, madre, y ahí está yeah. Clapping for me. And she will always be One of my biggest cheerleaders. And I just remember telling my dad. And he started laughing. And he's like, ¿Tú crees que puedes hacer eso? She's like, People like us? She's like, That doesn't happen for us. And I just looked at him so confused. Because I was like, What do you mean? He's like, He's like, He's like, We're poor. He's like, That doesn't happen to us. He's like, He basically told me That I needed to get my head out of the clouds. And I needed to get my head out of the clouds and that I needed to focus on something that was going to be stable that I should be a doctor or a lawyer or something and I was like uh, I just didn't know what to tell him I just remember I was like okay I just remember that day I got home because we went out for breakfast I remember getting home that day and my mom my se cayó, you- I'll hold hold. <laughs> You're going Good thing the camera's on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking real ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> this is real ghetto. Um, I got home that day, and I remember I kept it together when I the whole car ride home. I kept it together, and I just remember I got home and I, I closed the door behind me, and I just remember like I ran to my mom's room. I remember I, I ran to my mom's room and she was sleeping because she had just got done working her her shifts because she was working two jobs and I ran to her room and I just started crying I just started crying and bawling my eyes out and I told her I'm like why can I never make my dad proud?" I was like what I was like oh. and I started... Um, I started thinking about, like, what have I done wrong? Like, what have I done? Like, why can I never be enough? My mom just hugged me and she just started crying with me. And she's just like... She's like, I don't... She didn't even know what to say. and She was just like, yeah, he's your dad. But she's like... She's like, I don't know what he's going through or what he's gone through that has made him the person that he is. She's like, she's like, but don't, she basically told me, she's like, don't believe him. She's like, because at the end of the day, you have me. And she's like, you have me and I believe you can do whatever you set your mind to. And I just remember just crying in her arms and she was like, she, I know he loves you. She's like, and I don't know why he is the way he is. She's like, and she's... I just remember her saying that... Um, She's like, I still love your dad, and I think I always will, but we're not good together and i think he has a lot of things that he needs to work through and he hasn't basically trying to say that he hasn't healed his inner child and he's projecting it on me and she's like it has nothing to do with you there's nothing wrong with you she's like it's him she's like i don't know what he's going through or what you know what happened to him as a kid she's like but She's like, this has nothing to do with you. She's like, you can, she's like, you can do whatever you set your mind to. And she's like, and you've proven that. She's like, you're, she's like, you're such a good girl. Like you go to, you go to school and you get good grades. And she's like, there's nothing wrong with you. She's like, you can do whatever you set your mind to. And she just hugged me. And we just, I remember we just cried that day on the bed <laughs> until we fell asleep. And um, and then I just never brought it up again. I I feel like I I I, I had a, I did a lot of detachment growing up. So after that, I just let it out, and then after that, I just I feel like I started working even harder to him, like prove him wrong. I wanted to prove him wrong. I started working even harder, and that's why I was so hard on myself, too. I wanted to make my mom proud, but I also wanted to prove him wrong, and I wanted to show him that, like, I'm enough. And that yo sí si voy a salir adelante. Yo sí si voy a salir adelante, and I'm going to show him that que sí si se puede. And I remember, like, I would stay... Like, sometimes I wouldn't even go to sleep working on a project because I had to make sure that it was fucking perfect. And you know, like, how much I busted my ass in mm-hmm. high school because I wanted to prove him wrong. And I was like, I know that I'm not average. I know that I'm... Enough. And then after the whole wedding thing and we finally had that, like, heart-to-heart um, this, this was just, like, last year, actually, um, this was, like, last year, or, yeah, it was last year, we went out to breakfast, we went to Denny's, and, um, he was, like, so how, like, how are things, like, how's Valentine, how, how are you, how's the married life, how's work, and we're just talking about all these things, and I'm telling him how, Val's like gonna become a barber now and like we have our house and we have our cars and like I'm just like telling him everything and I'm like how excited I am about my life and what I have going on and he reached over and he grabbed my hand and he just looked at me and he was like I'm very proud of you. (laughs) I said I'm so I said I'm very proud of you of what you've done and where you are. I just looked at him and I was like thank you I just said thank you because I I feel like I always worked to prove to him that like Yo si voy a salir adelante when you said that did you feel it like it was like a way like off your my- inner child was like finally. Like finally. Yeah. He's proud. I just remember after that, like I kept it together. I don't know why I do this, but I kept it together and and I was just like, thank you. I I was like, that means a lot to me. And I don't think he knows how much it meant to me. But I remember that day he told me he was very proud of me. And that I've done a great job with my life and where I'm at and where I'm going. And I remember that day we went into our cars and we went our separate ways. I, I remember just sitting in my car and I just started crying. Because I needed to hear that when I was younger. I needed to hear it when I was younger. And I was so hard on myself growing up. And I feel like even till this day, like it's it's not something you a habit that you can break. It's not something that you just get over. And I feel like till this day, I'm so fucking hard on myself. And like, sometimes it's hard for me to look at my life and be like, I'm doing amazing. And instead, I'm looking at my life and be like, you can do better. Like, what more can you do? That's exactly, that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. We need to stop crying. I think that the fucking camera's not on because <laughs> I look like a mess right now. <laughs> and me holding the mic like... <laughs> Oh lord. Oh, God. And that is where my daddy issues <laughs> and that is where Angel's daddy issues come from. <sighs> um but things are better now um things are a lot better now and i'm so happy that after that day when we had our heart to heart like it needed to be done like we needed to have that conversation because that's when i told him i'm like (sighs) i told him i'm like you don't think it hurt me like you don't think it broke my heart when i wanted you there and you weren't um i was like i waited for you looking out the window and you never showed up and i basically just like all of, i guess the anger and hurt from all over from over the years it just came out everything came out and i think i think it did something to him because things are so much better and even the other day like i want to say like um uh, a couple of months ago or I think like late last year like in December or something we went out to breakfast and like he's like showing me pictures of his cornfield or whatever the fuck because yeah. he he grows vegetables i yeah and he's showing me his pets <laughs> Pro bro yeah he's he's showing me his pets and then he bought me a gift me compro un regalo and it just felt different. It feels different. I'm really glad that you... Had that talk. You know? And you had that... I wouldn't say closure, but... It it gave you... It allowed you to heal, you know? Because I feel like a lot of people don't... Don't get that from their parents. They don't. And I... And of course, you would have wished it was sooner. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, at least... At least it happened. And, like, that's why sometimes, like... I tried to think that, you know how we talked about. We just talked about like losing our parents and our mom or whatever. Um, my dad's older. He's turning seventy three this year, and sometimes I do think like. He's getting older, and if he passes, like, what what am I gonna feel? Because I know how I'm gonna feel when my mom, goes. Yeah, but your dad, it's. I don't know. It's different. It's different, and. I want to know, like, I want to, like, I'd like to know that I I kind of healed that part and, like, mm-hmm. like you said, like, kind of not had closure, but, like, at least we dealt with our bullshit and, like, we kind of had, like, a fresh start, you yeah. know, like, we were able to move forward and I'm so glad that we're able to fix things and things are much better. And he tells me that he loves me now. It took until it took, because before he never really told me Mm -hmm. that he loved me until after that heart to heart, and then after that, every time we talk on the phone now, he tells me he loves me. But I I hope that for any of our friends, if you guys have a strange like relationship with your parents, like if it can be healed. Like, it'll do a lot for your inner child. Like, it did a lot for mine. Because it... That hurt, that resentment, that anger, like, building up inside. It's just, like, the person that it made me. I feel like I was a very angry person. And alone and depressed. Like, it it didn't... It didn't do me any good, so... I hope that you know whoever has that strange estranged relationship with their parents, like I hope they're able to have some kind of closure, even if they decide that it's better that they don't talk like at least you know yeah. To have some kind of closure because I think some kind of healing, some kind of healing like they're able to heal in some way because I feel like it did a lot for me. It was almost like a weight off my shoulders after we had that heart to heart when I told him that he wasn't going to. And I'm so glad that I stood by my decision and yeah. and told him that he was not going to walk me down the aisle. And it, I feel like me like setting the boundary and like standing by it, I feel like didn't. I feel like that's what was needed. Yeah, because I could have easily just been like, "Okay, you can walk you me to," and then like, but your relationship would have stayed the same. Yeah, it's the fact that you stood up and you're like, "No, like y, el, y, la persona que me fue mi madre," and that's who should be walking me down. Yeah, and I'm sorry, like sangre, you could be my dad, but at the at the end of the day, you weren't there. <laughs> yeah. There were so many times that I needed him and he wasn't, but even now, you know, like we're still not like super close like I am with my mom. But it's better. But it's definitely better. And honestly, like my heart has healed in a lot of ways and I've noticed it. I've noticed yeah. the difference, you know, compared to who I was even just a few years ago. So I my, my heart goes out to those who have estranged relationships with their yeah. parents. I can't can't even like fathom the idea you know of like that kind of heartbreak you're very fortunate have- oh, believe me bro every day <laughs> le doy gracias a dios por bendecirme con los padres que que tengo y que the relationship that i have with both of them because honestly <laughs> yeah. i don't think like a lot of people don't have that you know a lot of people don't have both of their parents or like don't have no parents like yeah. i'm very fortunate I don't take that for granted one day. And I wish you could have had the same thing because it hurts me knowing that you went through all that. But, you know, it made you the person you are today, right? Yeah. I still wish it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. Because I've heard the story. um, And I told Angel every time she tells me this story. I always cry because I can't imagine my dad not showing up for me. Like, I can't imagine that. Like, when you told me that, I, I I can't, I feel like my heart, like, I don't know how it would be. Like, my heart would break in a million pieces if my dad wasn't there, you know? <laughs> and to think that you actually went through that. Like, fuck, man. I, you didn't tell me the story about the, the other one, though. <laughs> you didn't, t- I, you hadn't told me the one that where he told you, where he laughed at you. Oh, man, bro. Just Keep in mind, my, like. My dad was always like, "You could do it. You could be the president of the United States if you want to. You could be. You're more than this. You could like." I would tell him like, "I want to be an astronaut." He'd be like, "Yeah, sure. Like, you can be anything you want. Like, so." And my mom was the same, you know, a little bit more of a realist, but <laughs> she'd be like, "You sure about that? <laughs> okay." But I can't imagine my parents laughing at my dreams, you know. They question there's sometimes worry about my crazy choices, but <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think I would have been able I don't think I I think my mom was just the rock in my life. Yeah. And if it wasn't for who she is and how strong and and that woman Oh has, god, yeah. That woman has gone through so much. You look Yeah, and the stuff she had and there's a lot. She's like a fucking vault. (laughs) She's a vault. (laughs) But she's the rock in my life. And I don't I don't know if I would have been able to get through shit if it wasn't for her and like the example that she set. And I know that like her parenting was a little different. (laughs) Her parenting was a little like she was more cold, like very like you can't trust nobody, you gotta like be there. but you know what? That is what I needed to get through what I needed to get through. That is who I needed to be to get through what I needed to get through. And like now, like yes, I have a lot of I've I still have a lot of healing to do, but I don't think if I would have taken the example that my mom set, I think let's just say things would have gone a very different way. Yeah. But the fact that you're able to acknowledge, like, my mom gave me this advice, like, this is going to get me through this. But there's a certain time where you were like, shit, I have to change because that's not working anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. like That advice was only good for what I needed to get through at that moment. And that's why you got it. That's exactly why you got it. Because you needed to get through that fucking hard ass, like, fuck. There's was a lot of things, I feel, growing up that I needed to be the way that I was to get through it. And I obviously, like, now, it doesn't work that way. And I feel like it, that's why it's taken a while for me to really, like, when we were having that conversation with Val of him peeling back the layers. You can't undo years of all of that, of me building up my wall because it was self-preservation i couldn't allow anybody to hurt me because i my dad already hurt me he the person that you most like the man that you most trusted yeah it's like the person who's supposed to love you and be there for you and they broke my trust and broke my heart and because of that it was like it just made me a very hard person and very cold and distant and so I feel like that's why I never trusted people and I would never allow anybody to make me feel the way my dad did. So it was self preservation. And I feel like that's why maybe I didn't have a lot of friends. Maybe I was I don't know. It was just that's what I needed to do that's how I needed to be to get through that time. And like now as an adult and now being married and I feel like it's been a journey, especially allowing Val to be able to like take care of me. Because yeah. you're basically reteaching yourself. Yeah. It's just and that and I'm so grateful for Val for being patient with me yeah. and I'm so grateful for Val to be for being very very patient with me and just peeling back the layers of you know everything and just like undoing all the like hard you know like undoing the hard exterior and just being like allowing myself to be cared for because I had only myself I had my mom but like through any hard situation or anything like you know, like, I had to get myself through it because I didn't want to put extra stress on her. So it was kind of, like, I deal with my own shit. So, very grateful for Val, my husband. If you're listening to this, I love you. Damn. Yeah, no, tenemos que parar de chillar. Fuck, man. That was intense. That was very intense, and this—that is- was intense. And that was you, all, like just you, just yeah, and me just crying, guys. It's like, if you didn't hear me, if you're hearing us on Spotify and Apple, and you're like, "Where the fuck is Edith, guys?" I was fucking crying in the background. I, I, I just like in the, I, I like to have Angel just let it out and just tell you guys everything because I don't know. I feel like it heals you too. Yeah talking about it feels good because i kept it in yeah for so long yeah i don't get to talk about it often and now no. now now no, it's everywhere now it's on the internet and all our friends are hearing this but hopefully like this could help whoever is going to through a similar experience as you help girl them. i'm still laughing at you holding the mic <laughs> It's looking real good over here guys. I'm so happy I'm so happy that my, the camera's off a little bit. <laughs> it's looking real good over here. There's not a single episode where we don't have mic issues or stuff. fuck man. I, but, I promise guys we're going to get it together at some point. Some <laughs> some point. <laughs> at some point friends, we will get it together. But yeah, I'm hoping whoever could relate to, you know, I know there's somebody out there that probably needed your story to kind of start their journey. Yeah. So I hope if there's anybody out there that, you know, got something from this, I hope it helps you. And it's kind of weird just putting my heart on my sleeve yeah. like that because I feel like, I feel like a few years ago I would have not been able to do this yeah. and just share my story like this with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. But whoever needed to listen to this, I, I hope you took something out of it, and I hope it helps you in any way. I'm manifesting that this is getting to the right people. Need to I need to hear this. Cause. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm with, I'm almost good. Um. Yeah. 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 We need to stop. Yeah. We need to stop crying. I'm fucking dead, with This. <laughs> All right, this is gonna be a little bit of a longer episode. I'm so yeah. sorry, guys. But so if you're it was still a... listening, you're a trooper. Excuse me, I just burped. Yeah. Or maybe you were crying with us. Yeah, maybe you were crying with us. <laughs> Take a picture, sent- <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture Tag us. send it to us. Tag us. <laughs> Let us know in the comments if you cried. I've never seen that one, chillonas. I know, you're like, is chillonas? <laughs> you know what letting it out is very healing yeah it is um so anyways my friends we will let you go now Mm -hmm. i hope you guys have a fantastic week and don't forget to comment like and subscribe yes oh my god we didn't even say that last episode yeah we didn't take a picture if you're crying tell us (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy that the camera's off because I'm a mess right now Uh, but yeah don't forget to like comment, subscribe follow us on IG and yes guys um, let us know I don't know comment something below let us know what was your favorite part or something your thoughts your thoughts your feelings if you can relate pero ahí los dejamos ahí los dejamos besitos bendiciones besitos I was going to say. I was going to do the sign too. Yeah, but there's no camera. There's no camera. All right. See you guys next episode. Bye. Are you ready to turn your best ideas into a thriving online business? Introducing Shopify, your your (laughs) (laughs) no excuses business partner. You might not realize, but our podcast, More Than Mammies, it's a business. And we started it, of course, to talk about maternity, not to become an e-commerce expert. So, yeah, we needed some help selling our merch and getting our start up and running. Go to shopify.com/sonoro to take your business to the next level today. shopify.com/sonoro